0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks lower for a second day. The dollar weakened to an eight-month low. Treasuries advanced as caution prevailed ahead of Thursday's testimony from former FBI Director James Comey. There's also the ECB policy decision along with the U.K. election. S&P down 6 to 2429, down 3 tenths of 1%. The Dow down 48, down 2 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 20, a drop of 3 tenths of 1%. Gold up 14.10 the ounce to 12.96, up 1.1%. West Texas Intermediate crude up 1.2% to 47.98 a barrel, higher by 57 cents. And the 10-year up 11.30 seconds at yield 2.14%. I'm Charlie Pal- if that's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: This is your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini. Single-family home prices in the Bay Area are showing signs of weakening.
2: San Francisco, which was which has been booming in terms of home prices, suddenly right. went negative right. in the first quarter.
1: Prashant Gopal is a reporter for Bloomberg News. He says unaffordability is weighing on the housing market after prices surged.
2: You know, San Francisco is overpriced. You know, not everybody has a tech salary out there, which is I think Everyone assumes everybody's working in tech in San Francisco. That's not really true. Gopal says
1: that has some people wishing for the worst. I think
2: many San Francisco residents are hoping for a crash. You know, there are many people who want to get into the, to the market, and, and they feel like this,
0: they're not going to get in anytime soon.
1: But Gopal says not all tech-related metros are seeing a similar problem. Take Boston, for example, where tech jobs are increasing and single-family home prices gained 6% in April from a year ago but are still seen as relatively affordable. And that's your Bloomberg Real Estate Report. I'm Denise Pellegrini.
0: You're listening to Bloomberg Markets with Carol Messer and Corey Johnson on Bloomberg Radio. DataFox is the conference. The CEO joins us right now. Bastian John. i joins us to be here in our AM960 studios. Good to see you. I haven't seen you in a couple of years, maybe. Yeah, good to see you again. Um, uh, explain what DataFox is and maybe how it's changed over the last few years. Definitely, yeah. It's been
2: quite an evolution. Uh, DataFox is a CRM orchestration platform, which I'm going to have to explain what that yeah. is to you. Uh, where this all came from was myself and uh, my co-founders. We used to work in banking and finance, and we came out of that and uh, – Thought that there, there ought to be a better way to collect all of the world's business information on privately held businesses to basically unearth growth trends among those amongst those companies to help inv- inform better investment decisions, better lending decisions, and uh, that proved to be uh, proved to be there proved indeed to be that need. But what really was interesting was when we found that there's a similar. So I would, need. I
0: would say like that's like a Brad Bradstreet or even a Bloomberg for private companies.
2: That's essentially how we, how we started. Exactly, exactly. And then what we found was that in the enterprise landscape, people working in sales, marketing, business development, commercial real estate, anybody, everybody has needs just like that.
0: And so the business evolves into what?
2: We now, uh, we do two things. So part of what we do is we collect proprietary intelligence on companies. Information about the people who work there, growth trends in that business, uh, where they're expanding, the products they're launching. And then the second piece is, orchestrating all of that information with a company's internal customer data. Every company has uh, a CRM or some, some sort of database of their customers, but that data is very siloed. It's difficult to actually keep all that information up to date, and so we do that for them so they can unearth the best opportunities for them to go after.
3: Talk to us a little bit about clients that you're signing up, the growth in revenues, what kind of, you know, growth in profitability. Talk to us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, definitely. So it's been an exciting year. We've grown revenue 150% year over year. And that's on the back largely of growth selling into large companies. Um, an example I love is uh, we work with UPS, mm-hmm. and what we've helped them figure out is that uh, one of the best signals for their sales team to reach out to a business is when that business expands its geographic footprint. Kind of obvious, right? When they open a new office or a new location. Yeah. Uh turns out it's it's very difficult for UPS to actually know when that happens, but we keep track of those signals and surface those opportunities. Um, another example I like is uh, there's a... Uh, a cleaning service in uh... in new york sounds old school but it's actually a tech company called managed by q they uh provide office management services, and similarly, they're interested when businesses are, are growing quickly, that's when they ought to reach out to a business and say, hey, we can really help you take control of your office management services. So this isn't just
0: like CRM leads where you're sort of saying, here's the name of the person that's in purchasing. This is, here's a business and event that's happening that's going to trigger a potential sale for you.
2: Exactly. There's a fundamental shift that uh, we're hoping to pioneer away from you know, dumb leads in a way, it's just uh you know buying lists of of potential leads to call into towards a a lot of intelligence that actually helps a company figure out what their ideal customer looks like and where they can find more folks just like that.
3: Bastian, I've got kind of blockchain on my brain because we did. I did an event here at Bloomberg uh, last night and just talking about kind of the potential for blockchain, especially in kind of some boring, unsexy ways, whether it's back office operations, paperwork, certainly for the financial community this makes a lot of sense, but also elsewhere. And I'm just curious, as you look at, the unfolding technologies, whether it's artificial intelligence, blockchain, does it have a role in what you do?
2: I think it does. That is that is a good question. Uh, you know, taking a step back, what, I, what what fascinates me is that as consumers, we all experience a lot of AI in our day to day already, right? And and I think we know that. It's it's, int- it's artificial intelligence. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. When uh, Google Maps tells you hey, if you want to get to your meeting on time, you need to hit the road now. We know that's AI, and, and, it, and it helps us. When uh, with a quick search and one click, you've ordered a product from Amazon, and you know it's going to arrive in two days, you know there's a, a lot of smart data stuff going on behind the scenes. But in our, in our jobs, we haven't felt that quite the same way. We're, we're all still filling out reports and, and entering data into systems. And uh, we're all wasting a lot of time, it seems, on, on some of that manual labor and, and grunt work. So is it uh,
3: safe to say that you guys are exploring it or spending R&D or looking into it?
2: It's uh, it's a, a massive area of investment for us. We're, uh, mm. we're scaling our engineering team, our, our data science team. Um, I mean, we've seen the effect that it can have. Our customers are telling us that just by us coming in and helping a business to prioritize which customers or future customers to focus on, it it, it can lead to an an almost overnight 33% increase in in revenues just by focusing your sales team and your marketing team on the right opportunities. Now, we used
0: to call this business analytics, but what is it that's fundamentally different between between what's happening with AI now and the business analytics
2: of old? I think there are just so many companies use so many disparate systems now that – What's needed is something that ties that all together. That's why you see companies actually hiring their own data science teams, right? You've seen the proliferation of new job titles like biz ops and sales ops and marketing ops. Those weren't right. roles that really existed five, ten years ago. It's because companies have so much internal data to manage, but it's all sitting in different silos, and it, it takes a lot of work to tie that all all
0: together.
3: What kind of standards are we going to be Like, I do think about all of these tools. Carol's about
0: to say something, I think. I am. Oh, can you hear me? Maybe not. I am. With her microphone on, she might say something. I am. My microphone is on. Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, In either way, um, uh, uh, as you guys uh, uh, do um, uh, develop this business, what have you found for your own business, and what cues you need about when you should be making sales calls?
2: Yeah, it's interesting. We obviously uh, we dog food, right? As people like calling it here in in the Silicon Valley, we use our own product, um, and it's helped a lot. Uh, I think it's been interesting to see that the, the artificial intelligence component to what we do can be incredibly powerful when, a, when you put yourself in a, in a young sales rep's shoes right They're joining a, a team of people who are um, you know have a number of years on them, have a lot of experience and how do you if, he, if we can help get that sales rep up to speed quickly help them hit the, hit the ground running by when they walk in, in the, into work in the morning, Offering them a, um, an overview of the key accounts that they should be hitting into. We're, really helping them do their, do their jobs. But it's also back to ridding the world of grunt work and manual labor. It's just so much time gets spent every day doing
0: manual data entry. So if we can remove that for people too. Cool stuff. Pastor and gentleman, the company's called DataFox. Check it out. He's the CEO. Thanks for coming by. I appreciate it. you can listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio, I'm Corey Johnson. She is Carol Master. And this is Bloomberg.